Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. Hey Tanmay, what's up? Hi, how are you? I'm good, Tanmay. How are you? I'm very good. Yeah. So, yeah. Me, yeah, sir, Merik sir. is Merik is your is your real name or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my name? real name. That's okay. my real name, Merik. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, and you've been like I came across you. I think through Twitter, through one of the NFT projects. I think through one of uh. I think it's I think through Angad I think Angad that recently shared something but yeah like I, and and then I've been like looking at what you've been working on and then I was like okay I'll reach out to this guy it seems like really interesting initially I thought like okay you're doing only like NFT art related stuff and like NFT related stuff but then I actually opened up your link tree gone to your YouTube page you have your website as well going on and then you're involved in so many different things man and like you keep doing <laughs> it's pretty exciting like i mean do you have a daytime job or like you work for yourself like how how's that i i am involved in a business i was involved in a business okay i am not looking into actively now i just yeah. give suggestion that crucial times so i'm okay. not actively involved mm-hmm. i am doing nfts full time since couple of months but since- before that i was into business full time okay so at and at this moment like you're creating art and like putting it out in open sea or another platform yes oh, so yeah. open sea have all my artworks are on open sea yeah i've got two projects so mm-hmm. the main project is called uh, tanmay shah 28 that's okay. my username across all social media mm-hmm. so hence that's the collection's name okay the the second one is utterly stupid So the yeah. name is utterly stupid. Yeah. Art <laughs> might be or may not be that stupid. It, yeah. it, it's on the person. <laughs> yeah, it's on the people who look at it in what way. Right, so right, right. There are other platforms which what I thought was it mm-hmm. was. Um, I said I'll just focus on creating NFTs rather than going into blockchains or right. spreading myself too thin on thin on different platforms and different chains. correct so i said it would be better to just keep one link it'll be easy to share with everybody right so what is the first uh, project about like so your uh, so the tanmay shah 28 what is this one about this is about all my artworks yep. uh, main artworks my mm-hmm. style <laughs> my artistic identity is doing out uh, portraying my running thoughts in different mediums and styles yep. so they might virtually appear very different from each other because yep. i always keep trying new things new styles mm. so but they all come down they have a same uh, inception point so and that's that's the common thing i always will keep trying new things nice nice Yeah, I've been looking at some of your stuff as well. Like I entered your virtual room and like I was looking at some of the art over there. 
So I noticed like some of the pieces do have music as well. So the music in the background, like how, like, are you creating that? Like, how are you going about that? Or... Yes, that's the fun part. The all the all the people I would suggest you see the virtual gallery, my virtual gallery first. Yes. So you'll have a good immersive experience. Mm. Those artworks, when you go closer to them, they start playing music and the animation starts. Right. So these are. these nfts are made such way uh, they are animated nfts with uh, music hmm so the uh, yeah and, the and rest you, is you you are creating the music as well i am mixing or mixing the music yep. it is all open source uh, sorry uh, royalty free music royalty free yep okay perfect yeah and then the second collection is called utterly stupid which is just like doodling yeah yeah so that's that's uh, that started with a very funny incident yep with the hype in crypto punks and i couldn't uh, digest what was happening <laughs> i said yeah. this looks so funny we are in times of high definition and 4k and right. art is so detailed and uh, people are buying this size, this sort of crypto punks and 32 12 bit yeah 32 <laughs> megapixel and yeah. uh, 16 megapixel artworks so i said let me also do that so yeah. then i started with that so i have got a utterly stupid punk there and then i said let's just do everything famous and everything hyped in that in one collection yeah so then <laughs> and i kept doing it i have That's got cool. uh, <laughs> yeah and it's just plain yeah. simple black and white and like 32 bit art and yes. uh, i mean you don't need to reveal it but like uh, like are you making any sales in any of these projects and you can uh, have i'm happy to if you're going to say no like you don't feel like answering yeah yeah fine. i have made sales in both of them okay perfect i have made yeah. good sales in both of them that's good man yeah mm. uh, yeah and uh, you uh, and and you like and like you like the space like you like what you're doing in like this thing like i mean as you said like you are just like an advisor currently in the business front so then mm-hmm. how do you spend like most of your day like so nah. i have been working on two three things uh, writing blog making videos doing yep. nfts yeah i have started a new podcast as well so that is there nice and uh, you're doing twitter spaces and clubhouse rooms nice so all yeah. those things <laughs> and uh, you and and what's your podcast about so our podcast is called rocklas radio okay uh, we have got five episodes today we'll have another one and uh, wednesday coming wednesday will be a, another one nice so we do two kind of talks over there mm-hmm. one is rocklas talks in which we invite experts from different fields and okay. they talk about their field they they share expertise and we ask them different questions so mm. our first guest speaker for that was an art historian she is a famous nft okay. person as well as famous artist a well accomplished artist mm. she now lives in europe uh, in istanbul and she's from iran so we had a good two and a half hour talk on that okay interesting and the yeah. second artist was isabel from germany nice. she is a tantra yogi and she we are, we are talking about very interesting topic men mm. empowerment <laughs> nice nice yeah we always hear women empowerment and she had come up with this thought so i said let's discuss it further yeah and uh, 
this is one kind of talk uh, the one kind of segment other mm-hmm. one is called uh, count your words so we discuss books in that we discuss podcast we discuss our learnings in that so the one happening uh, tonight is count your words okay, the one happening on wednesday is a rockless talk we'll be having uh, dr uh, malpani with us he is okay. a world famous ivf uh, specialist as well as an angel investor mm, so interesting <laughs> exciting he has a yeah. cool uh, story as well he had about 180000 followers on linkedin very good influencer wow. but he got kicked out from linkedin or his his some tussle with byju's the education tech uh, platform he's oh. an investor into he's an investor into uh, education and healthcare sector he right. has a lot of start startups in his portfolio so he pointed out some uh, things about byju's and something led to another and that happened <laughs> yeah so i i think like with people getting cancelled and getting kicked out of all platforms that's like uh, i think more uh, like gives us the i mean it shows more like how decentralized the decentralized web is going to be like effective like coming in like going into the future how like decentralized social networks and decentralized like you know pl- other platforms that would come up where like people cannot get cancelled like based on like you know the ceo of linkedin or the whatever team within linkedin deciding oh like oh this particular doctor is like breaching so and so thing and he's going against this company and like okay we can kick him out but rather the public itself would make an like to the public itself or like a dao system where someone would be voting okay and they'll evaluate it even more and then and then decide like the audience would decide whether this thing needs to go off or can stay on right absolutely yeah. web3 in the purest sense or these platform having an alternative on the web3 it's something i am looking forward to even mm. elon musk is looking forward to it yes and uh, but the only thing which i am wondering about is how how pure it is going to be because when you say dao mm-hmm. the holders the maximum holders of that currency or right. people who are having most stake it again comes down to that right yes they are the stakeholders they'll take a decision and a call so it again comes down to a public traded company and mm. the majority of the stakeholder making a decision so <laughs> uh but another thing that could be there like without it being a dao it could be completely like a decentralized space where so like just look at open sea but like from a different perspective like something like open sea where you can put a post and like like say open sea is a social media platform like you know like a facebook but like instead of pe- minting artwork people can mint whatever onto it right and not through the ethereum network say like a cheaper network where there's like not so much of gas fees involved so like it's just easy for people to mint up stuff yeah uh, like uh, and then that way it's no one can actually take it down people can like you know take it to another network and like you opt um, it can there can be a news article like say it's something like totally like against everyone's views but they can't really take it down because it's on the blockchain right or yes, like oh, yeah yes. but yeah like a, a total op- like at 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 the moment like there's lots of scammers on open sea and then the open sea people would like you know like okay take out this project from their platform because yeah it's actually leading to scams but that's because there is a money aspect involved like someone is buying and selling stuff there but if it's as a social media platform like when there's no buying and selling involved and it's just showcasing work or something like that 
I feel, uh, yeah, that would be like the way forward. But at the same time, like I was, uh, I'm pretty sure you're aware of who Lex uh, Friedman is as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I think I came across him like saying, yeah, I, I can't remember who the conversation with on his podcast was with, but uh, something on the lines like, okay, there could be like, initially what would happen at all these places, like initially with crypto, what happened was like, yeah, they were using it for drug related transactions or purchasing guns yeah, or all, all, all yeah all all that side of stuff so they're saying like with this open network uh kind of a thing what would happen would since it cannot be taken down what would happen is there could be a surge in child pornography and there could be a surge in all this kind of stuff you know but with given time all that would like fade away initially that could be a problem and then it will all like fade away like the same what happened with initially with crypto where it was used for like uh, drug related or like you know some terrorist related uh, this thing but then yeah. then that has dropped down to like i think uh, the uh, a week ago i think you, you, pom podcast you know who's pom as well uh, anthony pom pompolino no. okay so yeah he had put up a thing where that uh, the drug related use of crypto has come down to 0.1 five percent as of hmm. like last week yeah yeah just yes i can totally uh relate to that or i have the same opinion hmm. once the thing come on the blockchain uh it is whether it be open c or whether it be some other so basically open c is a gateway to ethereum right it is a platform to collect whatever thing is there on Ethereum and show it to us. Mm-hmm. So in case if OpenSea also goes down, things are on blockchain. You can fetch them through any other website like Rarible or some Correct. other websites. Correct. So actually I written a blog on this. Uh, it, it was it was about freezing the metadata. Okay. So if you remember in, in uh, November, uh, Heketnank got disconnected. So right. There was a panic situation about what what happens to their artwork and mm. so on and so forth, but it came back. They they uh, the other the other group came out with a new website, Hikarnang mm. Art, and they were able to retrieve all their data on Object.com as well. So they just striked me about OpenSea. Then I came back to OpenSea and I checked whatever happens here. Mm-hmm. So if you see, if you scroll down in OpenSea, the freezing option is optional. It in Hikatnang and all these places, it happens by default. Okay. So yep. in in OpenSea, everybody must freeze the uh, what do you say the the uh, the metadata manually. If you're mm-hmm. freezing it on Ethereum, it will cost you gas. On yep. Polygon, it won't cost, mm-hmm. but it is necessary. Only when you uh, freeze the metadata, that NFT becomes NFT in the pure sense. Correct. If the metadata is not frozen. If an OpenSea comes under hack or mm-hmm. it goes down, the whole the whole uh, metadata will be lost. Metadata includes the image, the description, right. the links, mm-hmm. all of it. So if you ask what is what is NFT without the metadata? So it is just a transaction or a record of who has sold to whom at what time. Correct. So everything else is comes under metadata. So yeah, yeah. this this if there's some somebody who is able to uh, create a social media like that or they, they have to do some uh, coding for that that people right. can share views on this and mm. that can be retrieved from any place 
yep yeah that that that's a possibility in a very near future it looks like yes yes there'd be like lot yeah there'd be i think there's already quite a few people working towards all of this but yeah that'll be exciting like when it comes uh what are your thoughts on the metaverse like of that coming forth as well metaverse is a interesting space people who are in gaming are totally excited for it mm. um but who are not who are coming from a different space they can be taught they can be told about metaverse as if meeting people like you are seeing people on screen on a zoom right but with with oculus and uh, wearing different gadgets mm-hmm. you'll have a experience of sitting across the table and talking to them correct this is one easiest application to be explained other than that there are platforms like uh, crypto oxel and other places other uh, so on so recently on new years about 6000 people had a new year's party on crypto oxel in a small space of land so nice yeah <laughs> all that we can do in real world can be done in the metaverse correct yeah and like at the rate at it is going i think in the next few years time like in the next 5 years time i'm guessing like everything would be be done through the metaverse there's already like i think few music concerts during the lockdowns like a like the that happened in the metaverse there'd be more happening like this there'll be like major i feel that'd be like major events that happening like with yeah, like Ariana, a music justin yes. bieber they yes. they had roped in these people to promote the platforms yes at the same time it'll be like a music platform like there'll be like a music event and then there'll be like various stages i think you'll be able to like go through different stages there'll be a marketplace within it and there'll be all sorts of crazy stuff happening once yeah and at the moment i feel like it's still little cartoonish that the animation is uh, in the metaverse <laughs> for now but yeah soon it'll be like cgi level kind of things that will be happening in the metaverse you As can the, there's a mannequin which roams around in crypto oxels and i'm sure right. because there is technology where you can create your 3d model in right. a very less time so there's a camera which people which they go around taking your photos from all Correct. angles and it it compiles all that and makes a 3d model so yeah it can be get very realistic very soon but yes. just my concern is that this should also become decentralized most of these platforms mm. are centralized at the moment correct but you know what happens with decentralized uh what the benefits of being centralized is uh the user interface or people correct. Uh, the, the company has money or direction or somebody is getting things done mm-hmm. so in decentralized who is taking the ownership who is giving directions or how it comes that's the main thing right 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 but again to counter my own thought <laughs> there are we are seeing a lot of open source thing as well right correct uh, blender is there uh, gimp or gimp as you called it that is there yep so it has been done by not one person but a whole team of people team. who keep upgrading yes. it so yeah i it, it makes me positive again it's <laughs> good uh, anything you're working on like uh, currently like uh, as you saying like your blob podcast is like yeah you yeah, i think in few hours time you have another podcast to attend to but like any i think exciting coming up now yourself so what you can see uh, what had there's a very cool nft one of my best nft till now mm-hmm. uh, it's called skull system but okay. what i had done is i had given it away to my collectors of 2021 
Okay. So I said I need to give them something additionally a token of gratitude. Correct. So this one I made specifically for them. I minted only that many copies mm-hmm. and I give it to them. It has come out pretty cool. It is on loop and uh, there's animation, there is 3D right. stuff, there is skull on fire. So mm-hmm. you might enjoy that. That's nice. Yeah, and, I can see uh, it there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you scroll it down on OpenSea, you will be able to see because all yeah, yeah, I did see. things I which see are it. sold out and uh, which are transferred are appear on the on the bottom. Correct. Yeah. So, nice. I, what I'm working on now is I'm creating a blog, a very comprehensive blog about what is NFT, how to mint NFT, how Exciting. to use Polygon, all these things. Because so many people ask this, and there are the same FAQs. So I'm halfway through it. Uh, nice. creating all that and it'll be easy to share and what I'll do is those people who can guess how to do they can do it very easily and they can, they can do it on their own Correct. but who cannot do yep. they struggle at every moment like every new notification comes up they don't know what to do what to do mm-hmm. where to look at where not to look at Yeah. so I'll be uh, I have already taken screenshots of all notifications which come on the way I'll yep. compile that and put them in so like each and everything will be covered in that. That is, yeah, that would be really helpful for lots of people. Cause like, yeah, people are quite uh, like really confused in the space because there's so much happening so fast as well. So even the company that I work for, like you're in uh, Melbourne. So it's, it's called collective shift. So this was, it started off like a year ago, but it's a startup. So what we do is also is like make everything easy for people to like invest in, but it's like not only, but it's more than that as well. Like, so it will break down a single car, car, like a cryptocurrency or a token, like of what it is, what, what is the project about? And like, you know, why you should get into it, why you should not get into it. And like, how to use, how to use Uniswap or something like that. Like, and how do you like, and be, and you could say like the target audience is any like the younger generation who wants to get into all of it and also like the older generation who has the funds but they don't have the time and like resources to research in depth so it just like makes mm-hmm. it easier for all of them so yeah so working in that space so like I did, yeah, the day job is like completely like of how like the research reports are like compiled and like put up there just to make things easier for like people so that's pretty yeah, that's exciting. very nice do share yeah. the link with me i will i will yeah and that, like that sorry, yeah go on no and yeah i was gonna say like at the moment like the it's more of like a global thing and like the fee the the fee to be i mean we do have lots of free resources i will share i will share the links to the free resources with you as well maybe you can use that you can link people to that as well because there's like an entire beginner course which is for free and people would have to spend like an hour or two and they can familiarize them or like uh, get familiar with like what is a blockchain and like, you know, like just the basics and like how do you set up a wallet and like how, why is it important to tear like to keep those like, you know, the key phrases that you get when setting up a wallet, why is it important to keep it in a separate notebook and not store it on the computer and like all this basic stuff and like and like the common ways of people getting hacked or cheated and stuff like that i'll do share that with you yeah that takes me to another point uh, mm-hmm. i am doing consultancy for people as well mm-hmm. who are getting projects or getting into metaverse or uh, this whole um, space of nfts 
so i've set it out that as well people like what i say so they uh, they only came front and offered me okay if you want to uh, do a paid gig with you nice you uh, consult us and we'll go forward about marketing it or creating it so that's that's pretty nice if anybody is interested we could work together yep yep yeah i just cause like things are moving so fast even like with that space and like there's so many things happening i i i always like keep like trying to put in some word okay we need to ta- target like you know like this developing countries also like because at, at the moment like because of where we are priced at i would say like our target i mean yeah we could i mean it's not saying and not to under mis- underestimate like people like the purchasing power in india like you know there is obviously a class there would be a class of people who are able to invest and like pay for a subscription based service to get like uh quality information but at the same time it's still not uh, it's not going to be like a broad audience it will be like a niche a niche audience that would be targeted at but yeah we, we are still like trying to work out like how we can target we are actually slowly like releasing our older content for free and we are making lots of resources available for free as well so mm-hmm. yeah yeah we, yeah we, we can discuss uh, uh, yeah i will i will speak to like the organization and see like what we can work out and like we can work work towards something it'll be yeah, pretty yeah. exciting yeah it'll be pretty exciting i've been like waiting to get like <laughs> because because i think uh, so I, i think wazir x pointed out somewhere last year that the indian crypto market has grown 3000% like you know the people investing in crypto over the last year has grown 3000% which mm-hmm. is insane yeah actually i also entered into i've been tracking crypto since couple of years yep but i just found it to be very speculative and yep, there was yep. no proper use case but since uh, february last year and i the nfts came in and it was okay the real use case you can do stuff with this Mm. that's when i got more confident about this uh, and then i got m- more involved into this space and as you mentioned about countries so people can take advantage of the cost of living differences in different countries correct some for, for somebody in us 10 dollars must not must not be that much but somebody who is in latin america or yes. somewhere in africa or even in india uh, it might be a big deal yes suppose for one one ethereum is uh, the whole year salary for many Someone. of the people yep. of, uh, in the economically backward countries right right so people getting on board and getting involved that is a that is the best thing here yep as many people can be helped here like if you see cuba and mm-hmm. venezuela mm-hmm. Uh, these people over there they are suffering through a different kind of uh, uh, economy deflation inflation correct venezuela has inflation uh, multifolds they, they the, mm. the the currency doesn't have value there currency so doesn't us have dollar value. came in there and now people are finding value since crypto as well they can they can correct. rely on crypto and uh, they can do transactions in crypto get their stuff doing that so it is playing a good role in that sense as well yes i, I I'm just uh, yeah going diversion from crypto I think some of your own work and like I seeing like I I I briefly saw 
your cover video on youtube like of like what happened in the year or something like what can be done in a year and like you've been involved in quite a few projects yeah and like i saw like oh, there's like a picture of you with uh ratan tata and like uh, another i can't remember who i who i seen but yes so what what is all that about like what, what have you been doing in on that front so i have a background in business and marketing in mm-hmm. in in those sort of things uh, so i have been i have met so many people are we have our own family business as well so i was engaged in that okay so that's how i got to meet all these people yep. and uh, that's how and the the that's how that's how i keep doing these things uh, so i have met ratan data i have uh, i have met vidoshi he is a pitskar prize winner uh, that's that's the what do you say uh, nobel prize of architects mm. uh, coincidentally he is a relative of mine as well oh, okay. grandmother's brother nice and uh, then i have met shrishi ravi shankar he is a right. guru of mine and yes i have met him couple of times so i have met uh, nandan nilkani once uh, on his on his one of his book launches in pune so nice. it is just my curiosity and enthusiasm to discuss ideas and thoughts and do things and being proactive sort of that gets me this <laughs> is <laughs> nice 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 and where are you based in like which part of india i am in pune region Pune. Pune for people who don't know it's in western maharashtra uh, western india so it's near mumbai yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you are asking me before we started like uh, when did i come to australia and so so i'm also originally from bombay actually oh interesting yeah from, yeah, yeah yeah so what what got you to australia uh, studies or business or work i yeah i just got like uh you could say i got like stuck career wise back in india and then i was mm-hmm. like okay let's give this a shot like and i was actually looking initially when i was planning on moving i was looking at new zealand but then i was like speaking to some family and and some friends and they're like there's like not much work available in new zealand and then it's like okay like okay i'll give australia a shot and then i came here uh, uh, early uh, yeah in the start of 2018 yeah but yeah so f- and then like initially it was uh, yeah it's a like moving on living on your own it's like bit hard initially but then i sol- slowly got used to everything and now i'm like really enjoying it here and yeah i've been i was studying for two years and mm-hmm. now i yeah, and then i've been and i've always been working like in i think the first four months i wasn't just getting used to the new environment but then i was always working after that and like now i'm enjoying my work and like work life balance here and everything like compared to india like work life balance here is like so this thing in india i used to work in the bank and like i started 9:00 and like finished that's very like, nice i'm so happy for you you got yeah. there and you're doing yeah yeah thanks thanks sanmay but another thing i noticed which i really wanted to speak about is <laughs> uh the you was where is it gone but it's uh, regarding the seed sustainable seed innovation and in it like regarding the seed thing that was going on like you had a okay tanmay and another thing i noticed that you were involved with like through your youtube channel is sustainable seed innovation uh what mm-hmm. is that about like and it indigenous uh, seed research and all yeah what is that project about or is is it something still ongoing and like yeah what's 
I have a friend who is into that. She's researching in that. She's based out of Germany. Mm-hmm. So that I had attended a conference where I okay. met her, and then I got to know about her in detail. Mm. So I've got cousins here who are also into farming and related things. So I said it will be nice to get her views and record that and talk about it. So the whole concept of theirs is using local soil. How how you can do better things without with using lesser pesticides. Correct. And how. And in, in in that direction, so how about nutrition of soil mm. and how seeds? There are so many varieties of so many seeds, and how right. do you sustain that variety? And how it is good for the nature? And how we can sustain that? People have to go right. again and keep buying. Farmers have to buy seeds every year. Mm. So what can be done? What methods can be done that they can even after the harvest they can have seeds again to. Uh, Flow uh, back in. Correct. So it was on those lines. Nice. You you are aware of who Vandana Shiva is? Mm, no. What okay. does she do? Okay, so she is. Uh, you could say she's an activist, but uh, at the same time, she's a environmentalist. I think she's she yeah. Or she's Indian origin. Either she was born in India, but then I think she studied. Uh, she studied in Canada as well, uh, and she's uh, in Punjab University, and then in Canada, and then like she's been around the place. She's a uh, she is like an older person. I think she's close to seventy years old, but like she mm-hmm. has a big fight going on, like especially from India against the GMO, like against GMO companies. Like she's uh, she's she's big on the anti an anti GMO movement. And she's mm-hmm. like big on like seed, uh, like, you know, of how we need to save all these, uh, our local seeds and like how we need to like use these seeds and like, like, why should we be taking like a genetically modified seeds? But when we have like so many, so much of variety in India itself, and we should be like using that variety instead of do- doing something like mass produced, like each, each, you could say each region within India itself has like, can grow different types of rice and like we should actually be doing that instead of having a standardized variety of rice or whatever like and rice being just one example and it could go deeper into like different vegetables and other so- sorts of grains and everything so yeah Absolutely. pretty interesting yes yeah i was seeing her wikipedia and she seems interesting yes i totally support that hmm. and uh, as you mentioned there are a lot of local varieties indigenous varieties of so many things and it is better even for the soil and for the environment using the diversity of those correct yeah she has a good movement as well it's a, I, I think if you are uh, just google her name i think it would be like the third or fourth link navdanya and it's mm-hmm. like it's like about like enriching the soil but not through pesticides and yeah and they have like they'll they'll come and like you can open that website they i think you can go to them and learn how to, like di- uh, like learn different growing methods and planting methods and all sorts of stuff like of yeah yes yeah yes i can see that so this conference which i attended it mm-hmm. had these tall words from all over india talking about it mm. so there was one gentleman in a palgar district in maharashtra who was working with tribals on the same similar issues people from Assam were there. So there are there are particular uh, rice plants mm. 
mm. which sustain floods they are actually built for being in floods so growing all those kind of thing prevents lot of flooding and soil erosion and it has lot of those benefits as well yeah so so it was a very nice conversation and this is a very interesting topic good you brought that up and uh, people also when people start demanding okay i when they when they get aware and when they demand about i want this this kind of things then the whole thing can change otherwise right. people are just ignorant about where it is being made what it is coming from yeah yep people are yeah you are absolutely right like people are ignorant and like they'd be like oh, okay it's like yeah you can just go to the store and buy the rice and they're not like really in depth like of why of how and all that kind of stuff like of what they are consuming even i remember i i, I can't remember where but i remember coming across a thing like where like at, at, at in today's world like the ve- vegetables and the fruits we eat like it's you'll say like okay you eat an orange you'll get like vitamin c but the the orange itself like the plant itself is getting the vitamins and the nutrients from the soil but if the soil itself is lack like what what has been shown by research is the soil itself is lacking all those nutrients to enrich and this orange being just one example so you're not even getting the right amount of vitamin c like from having the orange of what we would have gotten like 50 mm-hmm. years ago or maybe even like 20 years ago because the soil itself is like reduced with all its value and like by adding more pesticides okay there'll be a higher yield of the crop but it's not going to give us like you know the nutrition value that we require from it absolutely that's that's totally right and what happens with the soils which are being using pesticides is you have to always keep adding pesticides year on year mm. so it doesn't get neutralized again if you want that to neutralize you'll have to just keep it untouched for years and years exactly so when you're doing organic farming you have to just keep that land for organic farming you cannot do both at the same time and yes of course when the crop gets all the uh things it needs the that will reach us through its seeds and fruits <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, in health also they say so many things that the more regional you eat the things which you go, that grow in around your environment mm. that is more suitable for your body sometimes people see poch dietitians and uh health uh health uh, channel healthy channels from yep. your us and then they then they start demanding oh i need avocado <laughs> i need this i need that right right, right. <laughs> yeah but yeah locally yeah. you need to and like locally so you're right absolutely right like we need to get like locally so stuff like so whatever is available locally that would be like much more beneficial and and from a global perspective like that that will also like a, from a sustainable point of view like it's even more sustainable like there's like no uh, i i can't remember the term i used to use but like it reduces the food miles where food miles being like the the yeah. amount of yeah kilometers or the miles that the food has been transported from the farms to like whatever warehousing to all, like all those steps in between from the farm to the table that Mm-hmm. is there involved but if you are locally sourcing the steps are reduced like drastically and thus like being more sustainable on the environment and the global environment you could say like in in terms of like yeah mm totally uh, switching from this again tanmay uh, 
you said like you you your other part of the podcast was like discussing books and blogs and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. uh, what book are you currently reading i'm reading tools of titans it's an amazing book have you read it tim ferris yes no i just like recently finished the four hour work week uh mm-hmm. but yeah that is on my list uh, tools of titans yep but I, so what I he has done is yeah you know his podcast right yes of course so yes compiled uh some lot of people from the podcast and made this book mm. he has a particular set of questions that he ask everybody like the spirit animal for a lighter questions then what they do in their field or what tips they have to give what tools they use mm. so it's an amazing book and uh, i recently read this concept about forced creativity so that i forced? am i've started practicing creativity forced, forced yeah like your yeah. forced yeah okay forced creativity so uh, yeah you can give me a gist about that yeah yeah i was uh, yeah sorry just doing that so people are like oh i need to wait for inspiration to come mm. and then i will create something <laughs> mm-hmm. so he was like uh, if you just get down to a book and just make a list of 10 items in that field just a list of 10 items of what what art should i make what podcast should i do mm. ideas for business ideas for this or ideas for that just keep a diary and every morning you do that and you will be very spontaneous the brain is like the more you use the creative uh, side of the brain the more it works uh, the more exercise it gets it's like Correct. it's like just the any any other muscles so if you cannot do 10 do 20 the more you do the the more your brain gets trained <laughs> correct so it's really uh, nice book i'm i'm not uh, its name is james uh, i can't remember is james okay. but yeah there's this is a uh, blogger he's a speaker as well so he came uh, he yeah he talks about the same thing like the idea he calls it like, like the idea muscle so he's like he's to force himself like you know to write ideas and like how he saw what he started doing was like he'll like force himself self to write ideas and like he'll he'll be like he'll come up with like uh business ideas like 10 20 business ideas for say Warren Warren Buffett's business yeah like the investment mm-hmm. side and he'll just send it off to him and he's like I don't want anything like you know I think like your business can do so and so so and so so and so but you can apply it you can throw this like you can take my ideas throw it in the bin you can burn it but like if you have a look at it and if you think it's useful yeah you can use it and like you know and that's what he started doing every day like yeah, like you know like working out his idea muscle that's what he said mm-hmm. uh, what's yeah. his name james uh, i his surname i can't remember okay i'll google that yeah. that's a very nice idea so i uh, am i just letting it be in the diary i could publish it so people can use it <laughs> yeah so his name is james i'm i'm not sure but james alcher yes that's the one yep yeah awesome. so he, so he, he's a very interesting guy as well yeah if you like see what he is i think uh, from i think he was on the joe rogan podcast like way back like probably like in like when joe rogan's podcast was still under thousands and I rem- if i remember correctly he ba- barely owns anything like i think he owns like everything of his like can fit in one backpack i think that's his theory like everything that he owns fits in a backpack 
and like if he really needs something he can borrow from friends and uh, uh, this thing but yeah whatever he owns he like he can put it in a backpack and be wherever so he's a sadhu <laughs> seems sadhu like sadhu santatma <laughs> seems like seems like but yeah, yeah he's a the... hmm. that's that's another way of living it's all how what is success for you how where do you derive, derive your values from where do you derive your happiness from right so yeah i'll i'm definitely going to check that out and on the same lines um, mm. about optimism and pessimism and how do you get the strength to do something or spirit to do something so <laughs> elon musk on the lex uh, podcast Yep. Yeah, Lex asked him, "How? Where do you find the inspiration and source of strength to do what? What you do? How you do?" Right. So it's like, <laughs> I just fucking do it. We don't <laughs> wait for optimism or <laughs> optimism or right time or right place to do it. Yep. So yeah, that, 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 I like that attitude. <laughs> exactly. The, and and I think like I think most successful people will be like, yeah, like is this a just like do it? Like you know, there's no point of waiting and like. thinking about when to do it and how to do it and all just like go if you uh, i think uh, you you're pre- i'm pretty sure you're aware who nawal ravikant is as well right yes yes yeah i think so, one of his line is like uh, inspiration is per- perishable so if you have the inspiration just do it right then and there <laughs> right so like he's like oh yes. if i have an like if you have an idea of a blog post and like you start creating it at right that very moment obviously if you're or in a different scenario like you're somewhere where you can't actually get to the computer maybe you can put whatever your thoughts are on your phone or in a notebook or something like that and then when you go home later and like just like get it done with and then even before thinking oh should i post this like oh what's what's it going to be like and blah 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 like you know just put it out there like that's how and thinking about it that's how i started doing my podcast as well like you know uh i'd be like uh, okay what am i like my friends in bombay going to think of this or like who's going to say what hmm. and who's going to like you know all those sorts are like fuck all of that just put it out there and like see what happens right like just like do it like yeah absolutely of- you're doing so well as well i just saw your podcast you got so many episodes and i really lo- like the thumbnail of them so it has the person and it has the psychedelic uh, vibe yes. with it correct so it, it's pretty cool <laughs> thanks 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 yeah and like uh, i'm pr- yeah pr- pretty excited like and when you were talking about your own podcast which is like started like the one that you started it's a radio sorry rock class radio rock class rock class radio so you yeah, referred so, to we like you're saying like we are doing it so is it an individual thing you're working you is it like a so group of you so my co-host my co-host, co-host. is uh london based uh, model and artist her name is laura greenberger okay so we two are hosting this together nice so yeah nice 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 so it happened a couple of weeks back itself so i had you and i had this thought of doing podcast since a long time Correct. but when i was going through different rooms and then when we got together so mm. i was like let's do it and this seems to be an awesome person to do that with right so then we just started it off it started off from uh, the books the library club okay so hence nice. we have one episodes where we discuss that and uh, this uh, rock class talks about bringing in people from different uh, areas or walks of life to give their expertise on topics because uh, when creativity works in magical ways right 
you right. hear something from very unknown field you might come up with something else so right hence hence people can find lot of value in this so our own main objective is to like find or give as much as value as possible through this so yeah. she's she is also she's an accomplished uh, artist um and she is a well she's she's she also reads a lot i would read her so yep. today we are going to discuss about books on habits so mm. what we decided to do is pick up individual genres and then talk about books and what we took away from it so not just uh, not just the summary of the book right but taking a concept or an idea and how we implemented that or how that has affected us because summary you can get on youtube and anywhere but exactly. when you but. say how you experimented with and your personal experience mm. you can learn from that more uh, immediately right you yes, can visualize yes. that you can relate to that It, like how you are actually applying something from the book or how you've taken it and like using mm-hmm. it in your own life and with an real real example yeah that would be like valuable like to so many people yes no doubt and what what books do you are, you are going to be discussing tonight later tonight so um, we are discussing seven ha- seven habits of highly effective yes, people perfect yeah atomic habits and uh, there is there is some other book which she has uh, she's going to get up she hasn't revealed the name to me okay so nice nice we want to cover as much in short time so we are keeping limited books but ideas yes. will be elaborating more on correct yeah seven uh seven habits of highly effective people that's a old book but like a really valuable book i think uh, uh, my um, my brother he's 11 years younger than me and i i told him like all you have to do is like this year is like uh, he just finished his uh, your 12 yep your 12 he's finished so i don't he was like on his break i was like okay you got to buy this book and you got to write, like your task is you read the book and then write me a summary from it <laughs> yeah that's what i can like yeah. i i yeah i've been i read that book this thing i feel like that's like a bible to have like you know like the seven habits of highly effective people it's something that yes. everyone should read and like probably keep a copy of it you can revisit that book or make a summary notes and like re go to it and atomics habit is another yeah really good book uh, i've not finished it i'm still like yeah I, the thing is with me it's like i've been like reading like three books <laughs> three or four books in between and now i've been like reading science fiction so i like i just just got into this fiction book which i want to get uh, finish with but yeah At- atomic habits is like still ongoing so which science fiction book are you reading uh, i'm reading the terminal shock by neil stephenson stephenson have you heard mm-hmm. of it have you heard of the author firstly i have heard about the author yeah nice you've read anything nope not yet uh, but okay. i will yeah. i'm looking forward to yeah so terminal shock is his is the latest book i think 2019 so there's like a little bit of co- 19 no sorry not 19 so it's probably like really recent so because it does have like aspects of covid in it so really recent and it's like it's about i i don't want to spoil it for you but it's about like geo engineering and like global warming and stuff like that it's not really sci-fi it's like a like distant future not not too far away and not not something like too out of the world as well it is published 2 months back november 21 okay yeah so i didn't know about that like i was like uh, cause what happened was like i was listening to nawal 
interviewing the author on uh, on one of this i think it was like block forum or something like that yeah, I, i'll tell you where nawal was interviewing him. him but yeah so i came across this and then nawal was like uh, he was talking about his older book the author's older book called snow crash and now i was like oh i've read this book like at least 10 times i have three copies of it and i have like i have a, and i have three physical copies of it i have it on my kindle and i always go back visiting this book and that book was written in 1992 and and this author is the guy this author has coined the term metaverse so the term that they were using metaverse was never in the dictionary or anywhere else this author came oh. up with it in this book called snow crash yeah and even the concept of avatars and all that was like brought brought about by this author so yeah so i was like oh this is like really exciting so this so that was the first book i finished reading of this author and then the next suggestion came was like the his latest book so i like i just started that so yeah like last few weeks i've been like just reading this guy's book he really intelligent author and also like he'd be like a is like there's like intelligent jokes you know mm-hmm. like like uh, yeah in, like lots of intelligent jokes basically so like maybe some some people will just like read it and not get the gist of it maybe i've read the book and i've missed out on some of his intelligent jokes just taking it this thing but some of it like really intense i'll tell you like one uh, i'll just give you like a gist i think i've spoken to someone else about this as well like probably someone who's listening to the podcast will hear me repeating the same thing again but yeah the uh, this in snow crash there's the concept in the real world so there's like two worlds obviously the real world and the metaverse and in the real world there's the concept uh, so there's this character in the real world he's a pizza delivery guy in the metaverse he's something else and uh, let's not get into that but in the real world he's a pizza delivery guy but the pizza delivery guys a uh, job is like really important in the real world because the business <laughs> <laughs> so the business is owned by the italian mafia the pizza business and mm. and it's guaranteed that your pizza is delivered within 30 minutes if your pizza is not kill you yeah 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 so if your pizza <laughs> is not delivered within 30 minutes the customer has the, yeah the customer <laughs> no no the customer has the right to kill you okay oh. <laughs> and and he the customer has few other rights he can kill you and and file a lawsuit against the pizza company So what happens so there's like one there's a scene where this delivery is just about to get late and like so like so the news uh, there's the news helicopters are over over this person's house with the radio just to capture the moment when the pizza is actually delivered late <laughs> and like all sorts of crazy <laughs> stuff yeah and like it's like really serious but yeah he's, he's talking about pizza delivery at the end of it and at the same time and like the and like how and the pizza delivery guys like the whole union itself are like proud of themselves because they are not like burger flippers where people who are making burgers basically he's like burger flippers are not like the thing like those guys are not really into their work but pizza delivery guys are the really hard working people sort of kind of a thing <laughs> they're really cool so, yeah pizza reminded me of my today's <laughs> exercise i was writing down what all things i can talk about myself and my art so yeah. quote what is a pizza without cheese what is a vada pav without aloo and what <laughs> is your collection without my nft <laughs> nice 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 yeah and <laughs> god yes so yeah that's a interesting story i yeah. i used to read most of uh, 
I read less of fiction and yep. the other things, most of self-help and biographies. But last year I read a couple of them, and uh, we discussed that in the fifth uh, episode of our podcast, Rocklas. So we are discussing a throwback on 2021 books. Mm. Um, so there I there I shared what books uh, from all the genres which had picked up. Nice. So yeah, the books are so awesome. You get yep. the person's whole uh, life's learning within a uh, within couple hundred pages. True. Yep. Yeah. So even Elon Musk was quoting, "Just be, just hog as much as much information as you can." <laughs> True. Yeah. Just just be a sucker for information. Yeah. Uh, even I'm. I actually. Yeah. In in terms of fiction, the only fictions that I've read was uh. What's his name? Uh, the guy who wrote uh, the Shiva uh, trilogy and trilogy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Amit then, uh, something. Amit. Yeah, yeah, correct. But yeah, th- those are the books that I've read in fiction mainly. And other than that, mostly it's yeah, either science or self-help related stuff. Yeah, I'm just looking at the bookshelf that I have here, and yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but and recently Amish yeah, Tripathi. Uh, Amish Tripathi. Yes. I was like, yeah, I've read Nawal Ravikant's uh, book, uh, which is not actually his book, but just all his quotes and everything where his public this thing is put into a book. And then I'm not sure whether you're aware, but Nawal has an older brother as well, and that, and, that, and he's an author, and he has a cool mm-hmm. book as well, and it's called "Love Yourself as If Your Life Depends on It." which is a really interesting read yeah interesting title yes and cause yeah i think he like is sort of reached like a suicidal phase in his life and then how he came out of it and then how he went back like how he failed and he went back into it and then how he used the same concepts because he initially released that thing as a blog and then but then he failed into it so he went back into this suicidal phase of his place and then how he came back using the same concept that he wrote the blog about and then something like yeah and then he made it a book very interesting yeah so yeah i had gone through a phase like that as well mm. so i put that in my artworks so my as i said my artwork is a portrayal of all my running thoughts in different mediums Correct. So there's this specific artwork. If you are uh, along with me, it's called Chaos to Clarity. It's a 76 by 76 centimeter painting, and uh, it it is from a chaotic time in my life where I was mm. on a very extreme negative and suicidal point, and yep. I was looking for a purpose to live. There was Correct. no difference between living and dying. Mm. So everything everything was just so meaningless. so how i tried to portray all that in that i mean it was just coming out i was Correct. doing it through subconscious so you'll see a lot of chaotic things and then in the middle there is a sort of an explosion of clarity mm. and uh, then the the dawn rises or uh, you there's a different phase so chaos to clarity in search of meaning sort of Yes, I'm looking at it. Pretty cool, and and yeah, I was going to ask you. You're doing this artwork on in what medium? This is done. So this is done on oil. Paint, this is acrylic. Chaos to clarity is acrylic, acrylic. on a canvas board. On so canvas it is framed. Board. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And then you, yeah, okay. 
So the interesting thing of thing about NFTs is this NFT is backed by the physical artwork as well. So unlockable the, content, yes. Unlockable content, you will get the image. Hmm. But I will ship you the original artwork if you want, along with the NFT. Nice. So yeah. I have done that, and I have uh, shipped about four NFTs uh, wow. artworks to US a uh, couple of months back, and those awesome. are very happy collectors. Awesome. So, yeah, the NFT is bringing in new opportunities in, that's, that's in something yeah. in a lesser time, which I had thought about. So, I, I just wanted to, yeah, like uh, I'm, pre- I'm aware of the fact like people do like ship like the original artwork. So, how do you work that out? Like, do you, I mean, does the collector pay for the shipping? Yes, always the collector uh, pays for the shipping. Artists hmm. should never pay Correct. because. If you are paying, make sure to include that in the cost. Into the into the cost, right? right. Yeah. Um, so I have hmm. made a video on that. How I shipped the artwork, how I did the packaging. Nice. So there were two Very benefits good. to that. It will uh, helpful for the other artist as well. Right. But the main focus was the collector. So hmm. he should know how the packing is uh, done. So when he hmm. unwraps it, he he knows what is where and how to uh, what thing to take out which uh, which tape to open first Correct. what is kept where right. so i've also put a personalized letter for him and his son in it nice. handwritten letter for them so that was a good experience very cool yep <laughs> yep yeah that's very exciting nice nice one tanmay yeah and good that yeah you made it not only yeah I, I mean yeah obviously like the collector needs to know like how much the trouble and effort that you put in just to secure and everything because it's like a, the artwork itself has to travel so much and at the same time like it gives other artists like an idea of how they can go about doing all of it as well that's mm. cool yeah so with international shipping and these mm. costs so coming down it is not really a big cost mm. so yeah, it cost me, it cost the collector $60, $86. That's it. That's not bad at all. Yes. And and that is like, I'm guessing it's covers some sort of insurance as well, right? Some sort of... I am not sure about that, but I'll have to check back. But mm. yeah, this, this is... Uh, because what happened is another, if we do a segue into the shipping industry, yep. uh, there was a podcast or something which I was listening. So getting, transporting food... Mm. fisheries uh, people uh, it is cheaper for them to ship the fishes to japan process it pack it there and get back to us Correct. rather than just shipping in in country within on roads so point i'm making is i'm not promoting non-veg uh, point <laughs> i'm making is the shipping cost <laughs> shipping cost is low so we can explore that medium and you can really uh, send physical things along with the NFT. Yep. Yep. True. Yeah. And I, I remember because I like I did my master's degree and I'm like a major in supply chain and logistics. So I, oh, I, wow. I, I, I yeah. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like it's it gets cheaper to like when they especially in terms of like mass production, it is cheaper to ship it to like, yeah, like as you said, Japan or in some cases, even Thailand or wherever. And then it's mm. like processed over there and then it's sent back to the original country from where it's actually come from to be distributed <laughs> within the country. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like so, because of like of how the logistics have, have been set up and like, yeah, it's like, yeah, to think of it, China it's bonkers. collects the whole junk. Yeah. China exactly. collects the whole junk of US. 
exactly so plus recycle iron plastic whatever uh, they can find and not only usa doing it for australia as well ah yeah oh, interesting yeah so yeah so like we segregate our garbage like dry waste wet waste but but then i then i've heard like yeah all of it actually gets processed in plants based in china so like yeah <laughs> yeah very interesting so it's a cool world we are living offline yeah. also it is getting so integrated and nice and even through this blockchain and whatever hmm. new sort of connections are coming in you and me talking here exactly. it's sort of unimaginable or in couple of years back right i mean <laughs> new horizons uh, coming back to the books one really like one book that i personally really like is the four agreements have you heard of that one no okay yeah what I is think it you should check it out it's four agreements it's the author's don miguel ruiz so it's about so he basically this guy was uh is mexican or yeah he's from mexico his grandfather was a shaman and his mother is also so basically they come from this uh class of like tribe you you could say tribe called the toltecs so these are similar to the mayans and the aztecs and all that so there were the toltecs as well so yeah he's a toltec descendant and like he talks about like this toltec wisdom but advocates freedom from self limiting beliefs that cause uh, suffering and limitations to a person's life hmm. interesting and he just gives you like four agreements like just four like yeah people will be like oh five rules to this 10 rules to that seven habits of effective people all that kind of stuff right and this one like yeah just four things and it's not about like yeah it's more about the mindset that you get into things it's like yeah oh that is such an awesome point don't yeah. take anything personally i'm working on that yes <laughs> yes so yeah and you don't need to read the book like you like all his things and like a brief description of it is already there but the book just Uh, but you i i would say like everyone needs to read that book because he the introduction itself is like so cool because he talks about like how we've like how we are like how our brain like designs all these systems like how we are programmed basically from childhood from what we learn from our environment from observing things and from our experiences and then we program our brains in certain ways and like by the time we are like adults like we don't go to reprogram those things like and we are just programmed that way but what is like like he talks about how we need to unprogram all of this and come back down to the base level and then reprogram through these concepts like like uh as you're saying like don't take anything to personally or just like you know always do your best like those two just being like two of the agreements but yeah don't make assumptions don't make being assumptions. impeccable with your word yes so yeah looking forward to read this one yeah and it's not a it's not a like it's not a thick book it's probably within 200 pages yeah something like that yeah it's a really good read mm-hmm. you can join us on uh, what do you say our count your words podcast it is open for everybody so all okay. listeners also can join in okay. so we declare it, it's usually on sundays 7:30 pm ist 7:30 pm ist uh, yep yeah so all the people who love reading and can share as we are talking it's it's, it's a normal conversation like that nice. so sharing insights from books and relating that with your personal experiences 
So really exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be really happy to do it, but I was just trying to work out like what's 7.30 p.m. IST would be like five hours plus and it'll be close to midnight for me. Though. Midnight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be like, yeah, I'll be down to do it like soon. Oh, it's like 1 p.m. Or like, uh, uh, like 1 a.m. for me. Yeah, which is like, mm-hmm. and then go back to work Monday morning. So, but yeah, I'd be like really happy to join you guys soon. Like, let's see if there's like a Monday that's a late start for me or like I have a day off or something. I'll be yeah, willing to join you guys. Absolutely. Or maybe, yeah. Nice. And maybe if, if you guys, like, I'm guessing your co-host is based in London, USA, right? Or UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Be, because yeah, it would be like afternoon or morning for her, right? 7.30 PM. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I have I, like at work, we are in the same, same scenario. Cause we have one, we have one, someone, one person working from India. We have two people working from Los Angeles, California, and like one in London. So like to have mm-hmm. everyone in the same, bro, like, in the same meeting, uh, yeah. time. extreme yeah. time zones. Yeah. So to have everyone at the same time is like really hard. Yeah. Like we still okay with people in California because like you're closer to California, but you and London are opposite and Los Angeles are opposite ends. Right. Exactly. With California, what would happen is like they would be one day behind. So like obviously they are they are. But they're uh, still awake, right? They're still still awake. They're still available. Yeah. So like (laughs) on a Monday, it's Sunday for them. But yeah and then on a saturday like on our on our saturday it's friday for them so they are still working like in between all of that so you're talking from the future (laughs) yes 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 exactly (laughs) but it's still yeah it's still yeah it's good fun and like you get used to like all this kind of stuff there was a joke on the internet uh why why didn't the australians tell us about uh, (laughs) 9-11 if they are talking from the future they're talking from the future yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyways i wanted i wanted to talk about this particular artwork as you talked about physical artworks Mm. this is called uh, rishikesh river rafting okay i can see that as well and yeah at the end of it like i'll uh, i can actually grab all your links from i'll just put your link tree and then in the description of the podcast and people can see all of this what we are talking about there yeah okay i'm looking at the rishikesh yeah so Rishikesh is a holy place, not just yes. holy place, but Ganga runs very rapidly at mm. those heights from the old mountains. Mm. So it creates lovely white waters, which people like for rafting, river rafting. Mm. So I had gone there for a river rafting uh, camp mm. and uh, this image I have taken myself from a bridge on the okay. river. Right. So then I came back and I did a painting of that. So it has got a lot of memories in that. Nice. and. NFT that I made is animated. So hmm. you can see the river gushing. You can see the clouds moving in the sky. I've also added a river gushing sound in that. So when you listen to it, you feel like you are, it's a, it becomes an immersive NFT. So you feel that as if you're being in that landscape. Uh, I've got a lot of appreciation for that as well. And uh, that, that NFT comes along with the physical artwork. So it's nice. <laughs> really nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's difficult to part away with the physical work, but yeah, I'm happy. It's also yeah. happy, happy to share yes. it with others. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So do you make NFTs as well? No, not really. No, I, 
I I wish I could like I always I used to draw and stuff like that like when I was younger and like I used to do this thing but lately and I used to do lots of photography as well but I haven't like really done any sort of NFT work. I've minted one thing like I I'll send you a, I'll drop you a link. Uh but I haven't Where really Where are you in Australia? Melbourne. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you one link. But uh yeah, this is the one that I'd like minted uh but i haven't like gotten enough of like i i would say like i i cut myself too thin with time like i do, i'm doing so many things like so i'll tell you like i will like my other than like the daytime job i think like an on oh apart, this is lovely yeah heart uh, heartbeat of sun oh nice yeah love the name i love the colors i love the geometry yeah yeah that's the one i had done but uh, I I so I mean done or it is generated 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 I mean I use mm-hmm. like a you can say like this uh kaleidoscope kind of a software and like I've layered mm-hmm. layered upon layer of different f- like you know fine art uh, like fine thin lines of stuff on it but yeah just layer upon layer and like created this It's pretty cool yeah and then I've like Check made it, out, it li- light <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> and then yeah but uh what i was going to say was uh, yeah i was like in terms of time like i cut myself too thin like uh, i but i need to start like looking into nfts like uh like doing something i feel like yeah yeah you can create nfts out of anything yes and uh, just your presence or part of you becoming a part of the internet exactly and somebody yep. owning the part of history of internet with along with the nft yeah so Yeah, go ahead, do it. It's okay. You don't need to do it every day or every week. Yeah. Once, once also you do a right. good one is also good. Yeah. Don't uh, don't get don't get into the supply side of. Okay, yes. I need to print that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least like yeah, like yeah, just like need to put out something at least. Yeah, it's you're, you're right. Just because everyone is like an artist, right? In some way, and they can just showcase their work through NFTs somewhere. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you you're talking about australia right so that i wanted to talk about my brother with you okay yeah is he is a podcaster as well he has about 35 episodes nice his podcast yeah. is on social entrepreneurship and okay. its impact and circular economics so okay. his two semesters are going to happen in australia nice but he's doing it from india because of covid uh, okay but he he used this time to for his podcast for writing a book a new book is being published by him Uh, in nice. next month he he is in the spjn uh, global mm. uh, college the wow. you must yep. be knowing it's in mumbai yes, as well yes yes and it's uh, it's and, a highly reputable college as well yep yeah he, and recently his uh, research article was published in a journal of us wow. just on the 1st of january and this he's is got your real brother your cousin because yeah, yeah real brother real younger brother, brother wow. of mine wow wow, wow. Nice. so he got admission into uh, uh he got uh, what do you say scholarship shortsman scholarship that's one of wow. the most uh, prestigious scholarship yes yes so like people of harvard didn't get in and he got in so he, he was sharing all these stories with us and it, yeah. it was pretty awesome he's he can you a, drop his other uh, link to his podcast as well yes yes yeah i mean 
I'll reach out to your brother if he has the time. I'd be happy to speak to him on this podcast or speak to him on his podcast. Or we could probably like just speak to each other and put it out on each other's podcast. Like you know, just one, <laughs> just publish it. Yeah, yeah. You should. Really, yeah, you should uh, ask for his. He's got very busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Even I'm pretty sure like, he'll be like highly. Okay, when should we talk? Yeah, he <laughs> he's a he sounds like a highly motivated guy and like a get shit done kind of attitude. <laughs> yeah. he was a international table tennis player wow he yeah. has won medals for india okay in south pacific games in national indian games uh, yeah so mm. it's a pretty okay. and uh, is he coming to study in australia you were saying uh, at the moment now because he of won't. covid okay he, last semester was happening now this was oh, his chance but yeah. uh, it doesn't look like Okay, 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 and so he's he's basically done his entire course in India itself. No, he okay. was for first semester he was in Mumbai, second hmm. semester he was in Singapore, okay, third semester he went to Spain, fourth okay. semester he was in uh, Dubai. Oh, okay. So fifth to eighth semester are going to happen in U uh, in Australia. Yeah, but then COVID happened. So then he's doing it from India itself. Yeah. Mm, but nice he's he's utilized his time so well uh doing so many other things so That's, really yeah, proud so. of him <laughs> awesome yeah and which university this is from he that's uh, australian uh, university he'll get the graduation from Mel- melbourne melbourne university university yeah. of melbourne oh nice yeah that's also another prestigious university yeah So his name of his podcast is Planet Impact. Planet Impact. You can can you drop me a link? Yes, yes. Yeah. I will do that. Okay. And, cool. Cool. Uh, I'll see if I can Google it. And uh, yeah, and and just like yeah, touching on on what. Uh, I uh, do you use anchor to publish your podcast uh how yes. you anchor right yeah it's the best anchor and then i have linked it to spotify yeah that's the easiest way and the most accessible as accessible as well spotify has done a good job in uh, the accessibility part exactly yeah so uh, i think anchor is owned by spotify yeah the spotify has bought anchor recently right so like yeah you just put it there and like it goes on to like six to seven different channels mhm yeah i have been a big fan of podcasts i got into podcasts with freakonomics uh Freak, but Freak. it's been mm. an amazing journey mm. yeah i mean it's a great medium to have like conversation and stuff yeah so people might ignore that okay what is what is the fun in listening to two people having conversation but when the two people are stalwarts in their own field yep. you it's as good as get talking to them and getting insights on their field of expertise so exactly uh, it's a yeah. different experience and a must have experience compared to reading books because mm. uh, they will accumulate that and answer specifically to that question and the hosts are also pretty smart to ask questions based on what would be more valuable for the listeners yep so true Yeah. <laughs> It's exciting. Yeah. Uh anyways, I... yeah, anyways Tanmay, uh we'll talk soon, yeah. Yes, absolutely. It was yeah, a great we'll do... time. 
same same yeah. yeah great learning and like i'm pretty, pretty excited to speak to you again we could probably and maybe if your co-host is free we could all, like we could all do one podcast uh, sometime yeah yeah you can join us for the yeah count as your words count your words as well yeah i'll see yes. when like time permits because just because it's like 1 a.m in the night for me but mm-hmm. whenever but usually like, all our all our recordings happen at that time because that's the most comfortable time for both of for, us for both of you all yeah Yeah. yeah but if you have something in other timings which is more suitable for australia uh we'll yes. let you know or yeah. yes, you can follow us on the twitter so okay uh, we'll done. be publishing updates on uh, what is happening next and so on sounds good tanmay uh any so yeah other than your podcast you have anything else on for the like yeah it's weekend right anything else on for this weekend so I have this onboarding session for the local artists who have been traditional artists. I'll be conducting that. They okay. Explaining about NFTs and all these things. Mm, nice. Very nice. Yeah. So, so I yeah. have a couple mm. of things online, but uh, yeah, you're asking something. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, you know who Angad is. Yeah. Like I mentioned Angad. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he. is a co-founder at Colors of Tao and pretty sure you must be knowing of that and they are Colors also, of India Colors of India Tao yes So yeah yes, they yes. they are doing some He's pretty exciting person. yes and they're doing some pretty exciting stuff also with the Tao and like how they are going to be yeah getting on board mm. like artists from all different parts of India and like from diff- especially like as Angad says like especially like art brown artist or artist from south asian <laughs> origins who like really uh, like you know underrated basically even for their art and their mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a great initiative so uh, all listeners recommended to hmm. join discord of colors of india follow them on instagram twitter yes and everything in between <laughs> Uh-huh. and and i'll put all of your links as well so everyone who wants to check out on my stuff also please uh like everything will be in the description i'll put the his link tree there and he has like a bunch of things going on he has his own website as well so do check it out and all of his another art, another yeah. thing you'll be interested to look is i have recently published two videos okay these videos are about my mega artwork it's pretty huge 7 and a quarter feet by 7 and a quarter feet or say 232 Two thirty centimeters by two thirty centimeters. Oh wow! It's a huge canvas. So my all my thought, which you had gone behind making it, that's the first video, and how I made it. So I've used different techniques in that, different mediums, different designs. So all that is there in the first video. Second video is about this would be helpful for for the artist. How to hmm. how do you make such a huge canvas? How do you actually put it up on the wall? So. lot of things you will not find on india i mean you won't be able to relate to what people are saying in those uh, western videos how do you find similar objects in india mm. so with all my learning experiences i put all that in in that and uh, it's a very comprehensive video about how do you how to make huge artworks and the first one is called everything is changing the artwork itself is called everything is changing uh, the title of it is it it means uh nothing is permanent so stop worrying and start living <laughs> very nicely said tan man um, yeah i was just uh, i didn't realize like that video was posted just two days ago i was looking at it yeah and just standing next to it and it's like taller than you it looks like yeah 
Yeah, I am pretty tall. I am six one, so you wow, can see yeah. how tall is the painting. Yeah, wow. And like, how long did you take to create this one? This took about five months. Wow, wow, yeah. And creating the video took about couple of months because <laughs> exciting. <laughs> and awesome. what I'm trying to do is this will be an auction uh, NFT. Mm. Uh, I'm going to create uh, what do you say uh, animated version of this somewhat and going to put that as NFT. Mm. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting so uh, keep out on a watch for that as well <laughs> yes yeah i'm i'm going to like yeah yeah i mean all the links are there in linktree itself but i was like wondering whether i should put this link separately down in the description as well so people can just jump straight to this youtube video looks pretty oh, yes, cool yes you could do that yeah yeah i'll do that All right, Tanmay. All Talk right. Soon. Thank you. Thank you for Absolutely. making the time. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. You too. Yeah, and we'll do this again. Yeah, I'll probably. Yes. Yeah, I'll 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 see if uh, whether Angad is free as well. Like the last time, I I'm not sure whether you're you're uh, aware of who. <laughs> Edit uh, well, okay. I should sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. You're sure you. Have just you... kidding. I'm just kidding. You you do you're doing a great job. You're just. Uh... So, no, I'm saying like yeah, if Angad is free as well, and like maybe three of us can do one together. I did, yeah, yeah. I did one yesterday with him with another NFT artist. I'm not sure whether you know who Nash is, Project Doge, or some. Uh, your, yes, a, you know, yeah. So yeah, me, Nash, and Angad did one last night. He's based in Australia itself. He does he is, doing a lot is. of good job on. Yes. Uh, mental health and you should exactly. check out his project as well oh yeah i'm like i'm very yeah i'm like i'm close with nash i mean i we've not met in person he lives probably 8 hours away from me but like yeah we're same through twitter the same way how i like met you and like yeah i've been like speaking to nash quite a bit i've been because as i said like i've been working in crypto i get like lots of insights of like what's happening as well like i share mm-hmm. lots of stuff with nash i mean if you go to his Solana uh, Solanauts website so that solanauts.org if scroll down to the bottom he has a team and if you see within the team like I'm there as an advisor on the team Oh wow yeah yeah so yeah I like with Nash yeah we're pretty close and like we've been like, like I've been working with a few things on uh, with Nash and like there's so lots of So you are a pretty things. resourceful person in crypto and NFT so guys check out his twitter follow him talk <laughs> him yeah. Yeah, actually, like really, in I, I what I what I did was I deleted my old Twitter where I had like a bunch of followers, and this was like my Twitter from back five, uh, I think seven eight years ago, or maybe before that even, like when iPhone three or something was out. Like I remember following like all Apple related stuff back then when I was like younger, eighteen year old Twitter account. I deleted that one and I created a completely new one. because i think i was just following some random stuff on there like i was like no time to unfollow all these things let's just create a new twitter and now i have <laughs> i have like twitter has gained popularity and new uh, lot of users because of nft because i had created NFTs, the twitter yes. account in 2010 or 11 yeah. and i never used it it was just yes. for some official things or c- yeah. communicating with companies and so right, on right, right. and directly now with nfts i have been using it Yeah, and so now with a, NFTs a... and crypto, it's like yeah, I think that's the best player space to be like you know to gain uh, like yeah, just to showcase Most your stuff. Most of the information about crypto and NFTs goes in and out from uh, what do you say, Twitter's Twitter yes. through spaces through the OGs commenting, tweeting about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
Man. I'm still getting used to Discord though, but uh, yes, you're let's... right. Discord is yeah another. Discord is like a cool space. Even I'm getting used to it, but it's like pretty cool. Like yeah, because you don't really. It's like I would say compare it to like a chat. It's basically a chat, right? Like, but you can like create chats within it's the very chat. Very customizable. Yes. Yes. You can talk with that. You can have a. Yeah, different channels for different topics. Mm. And, and another personal tool that I've been using, I was like really excited. Like I come across it. Have you heard of this tool called Notion? No. What is that? What does that do? Okay, so really, really cool. I'll share you my personal Notion page. I'll unlock it for you. But it's like a. This is like a personal thing. It's like you don't need. You could probably host a website on it, uh, but. Let me see. Basically, you can do like you can track lots of projects. You can do like uh, you can have uh, how do you you can have like habit trackers. There, you can build a whole complete book library on there. You can have like what insights you have from the book and like lots of different sorts of stuff. It's more of N O S H, right? N O T I O N. Acha Notion. Yes. Uh, That's unlocked. pretty cool. I'll check that out. Yeah, I've sent you a link and I've unlocked the page for you as well, so you'll be able to view everything on there. Ah, yeah. That's pretty. That looks interesting. Hmm. And it's a really good tool. So, like, yeah, especially like if you're going to be like creating your podcast and you're going to be creating other stuff uh, in the sense like you're going to have resources for your books and all that it's a good place to keep track of everything and you can add like there's like databases it's called but you can have like categories like oh these books are like self help this book is this and like you can have the urls in there you can have like i've still have so, to create my own book library but i'm doing is it a website is can you do is it presentable to the world or is it yes, just yes. for yourself yes yes you can unlock it to the world you can unlock it mm-hmm. to the world you can make it a website complete so like then you you can uh, like take it and make it a website completely with another uh, add on tool or you can just like or you can just unlock the notion page itself to the world or maybe i can see how i can integrate that with my existing website yep yep that's an uh, that's a good option but really powerful tool and like they are like developing it uh, as like years go on Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, talking about website, I mm-hmm. write a lot of blogs as well. So you will like the featured blog. One of them is on time travel, and the other one is about coping up with uh, finding meaning in life. And it's about I don't want to reveal much. You check it out. I will, and I, I also will. write on diverse topics. I some there are something from sociology. I've also written one on how to make a mango ice cream. The mango yeah. ice cream one has <laughs> nice <laughs> that has a calculator in it. So. Uh, it if you just enter how much quantity you want other ingredients it will tell you oh wow uh, that's pretty exciting how many yeah things you should have. <laughs> so oh, that yeah. happened in the lockdown <laughs> yeah uh, uh that's pretty cool i'll i'll yeah, I'll, do, I'll check it out and my girlfriend's a chef so i'll do uh, share it with her as well cuz like this the calculator thing sounds really cool <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah and as you were saying like i do i i write blogs as well but i don't i still need to create my own website sort of a thing i i just use medium if you are aware of what yeah medium, medium is. is very yeah. popular for blogs yes. 
yeah so i i just post my stuff on medium but lately i haven't done anything i think i've totally i think under five blogs or maybe five blogs i have on there yeah it's okay buddy you are doing <laughs> so many things yeah it's okay you don't have to be best in every field true <laughs> yeah so do what you like do it exactly. for fun yes yes uh <laughs> thanks anmay enjoy enjoy yeah. your australian uh, summer which yes <laughs> yeah which is hot and all the so my fan broke down and all the fans have been sold out when i went to buy one <laughs> i don't have a fan anymore but yeah i have air conditioning out in the living room sending yeah. some cool breeze from the northern hemisphere to you thank you thank you <laughs> actually sadan would be closer straight from the south pole <laughs> ah yeah <laughs> anyways tanmay talk soon yeah you have a good evening yes. you too bye 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 thanks guys for tuning in see you in the next one